This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. America's first president, George Washington, was born in Westmoreland County, Virginia, on February 22nd, 1732. It's an important date in American history. And another important event for America also happened on February 22nd. The year was 1980, and the place was Lake Placid, New York. And it was the Miracle on Ice. I was never a huge hockey fan growing up. But that said, there were two occasions when hockey loomed large in my youth. The first came in 1994, when the New York Rangers won the Stanley Cup, their first cup in 54 years. Having grown up just 14 miles from Madison Square Garden, hockey fan or not, I'll never forget how exciting that was. The other time was on February 22, 1980. The United States Olympic hockey team defeated the mighty Soviet Union team at the 14th Winter Olympic Games in Lake Placid, New York. It was one of the biggest upsets in sports history, ranking up there with other historic upsets, like the New York Jets defeating the heavily favored Baltimore Colts in Super Bowl III, or Buster Douglas defeating Mike Tyson in boxing. But for my money, none of the other great upsets compare to what happened on that day in 1980. Just the thought of it brings a wave of memories. I know I'm not alone, and here's why. The Soviets had won five of the last six Winter Olympics in hockey. In truth, they were professionals playing against amateurs. Between 1954 and 1991, the Soviets never failed to medal in international competition, often taking home the gold. What's more, in 1979, they beat the NHL All-Star team two games to one in a three-game series called the Challenge Cup. By contrast, the American hockey team had won a single gold medal in 1960. Twenty years later, the 1980 team was exclusively amateurs, most of whom had played for the University of Minnesota and other college teams. The collection of players was considered also Rams. Of the 12 teams going into the 1980 Olympic hockey competition, the American team ranked seventh. The Soviets, they were ranked first. The difference played out in real time, too. In a pre-Olympics ex exhibition game played on February 9th, the Soviets not only beat the USC USA team, but humiliated them, 10-3. But what followed was vastly different. To everyone's surprise, the US team began the Olympics by tying the third-ranked Sweden team. And then it beat number two ranked Czechoslovakia. More wins followed Norway, Romania, and West Germany. 
the four 0-1 Americans would now go up against those dominating Soviets. While most analysts and fans were happy to see the American team advance, as it did, especially because these Olympic Games were played on home turf, at least one person believed the U.S. team could go all the way. And that was USA's head coach, Herb Brooks. Brooks convinced his players that they could win too. And for those who think this story is just about hockey, it's important to point out that this was very much a story of the time, about the USA against the Soviet Union during the Cold War and amid the Iran hostage crisis. Lake Placid and hockey were about patriotism, national pride, democracy, freedom, chants of USA, USA echoed throughout the arena as fans proudly waved the American flag. To the delight of viewers across the country, the big game didn't go the way of the exhibition matchup. The first period ended with the game tied 2-2, but the Soviets then took the lead 3-2 as the second period wound down. The outcome would hinge on what happened during the final stanza. Team USA tied the game in the third period and then, with 10 minutes left, Mike Arruzioni gave the Americans their first lead, 4-3. Minutes passed, seeming like hours, as the Soviet team fired shot after shot without success at USA goalie Jim Craig. As the clock ticked down, fans began the countdown. 10, 9, 8. When the clock reached 5 seconds, announcer Al Michaels uttered words that are etched in the memory of memory bank of American sports. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. As the players celebrated out on the ice, Coach Herb Brooks ran back to the locker room and wept with joy. The Americans had done it. They had defeated the best hockey team in the world, a team that some had labeled unbeatable. But the improbable victory, as important as it was, didn't yield a gold medal. The team had to beat Finland two days later to achieve the ultimate goal. It wouldn't be an easy feat, either. Partly for emotional reasons, having just beaten the Soviets, and also because the Finns were an outstanding team. Finland showed just how good by leading America 2-1 as the second period ended. Everything was at stake in that final period, and Herb Brooks knew what to say as the team huddled in the locker room between periods. Arruzioni quoted him this way, If you lose this game, you will take it to your graves. Translated, you can't lose this game. Final score, USA 4, Finland 2. The U.S. won hockey gold in 1980, but the Soviets were back at it, winning the gold in 1984 and again in 1988. The 88 Olympics was the end of an era, too. 
not in hockey, but the nature of Olympic competition. In 1992, pro basketball players were allowed to play in the Olympics, and a few years later, the National Hockey League followed by allowing its players to compete in the Olympics. As a longtime supporter of and believer in the value of amateur competition, I think those were terrible decisions. I disagree with allowing NBA and NHL players in the Olympics, and Coach Brooks felt the same way. What's more, I think it's ironic that we labeled the NBA players the dream team because they were Goliath. The 1980 USA hockey team, on the other hand, was David. And during one week over 40 years ago, America and the world watched David defeat Goliath. A group of remarkable young men, amateurs all, gave this nation what it needed most, to believe that a dream, a miracle, can come true. If you're interested in learning more about the 1980 Olympic hockey team, I highly recommend the movie Miracle, starring Kurt Russell. Hope you enjoyed the podcast, and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.